Taco the Towners, it's time to celebrate our longest-running local record label, Lotus Pool Records. This fall, Lotus Pool turns 30 and is celebrating by posting 30 songs in 30 days to celebrate 30 years of Lotus Pool music. Lotus Pool celebrates legendary local artists like Zoom and Panel Donor, internationally known super bands like Poster Children, and Lost Gems from the Bump Band and the Crafty Love Lords. Stream the entire catalog at lotuspool.com and join the Lotus Pool crew on Friday, November 11th at 6 p.m. at the Replay Lounge in Lawrence, Kansas as Heidi Lynn Gluck, Sun Eaters, and June Henry hit the stage. I'll be there. Will there be tacos? Hope to see you there. That's Friday, November 11th at 6 p.m. at the Replay Lounge in Lawrence, Kansas to celebrate 30 years of Lotus Pool Records. Welcome back to Taco the Town, the podcast where it's always Taco Tuesday. I'm your host, Dave, and I'm a man on a mission, and that mission is to eat at all of the tasty, tacorific taco spots in this tantalizingly taco-tastic taco town, Kansas City, Missouri, and Kansas. We're the only Kansas City podcast that is feeding its guests tacos and feeding its listeners taco knowledge. Yes, we are conquering the Kansas City taco-verse one taco at a time. We'll be joined by special guests who will share their favorite taco places and taco memories with us. We'll share some stories, share some laughs, and most importantly, share some Kansas City tacos. Welcome to Taco the Town. This is our post-Halloween episode, our Halloween hangover episode, if you will. We uh, recorded a very special episode the week of Halloween, but Halloween landed on a Monday. Kind of a weird day to have Halloween, so we didn't really get to have an episode out. The schedule didn't work out quite right. So this is our Halloween episode, if you will. So, uh... I hope you're still in the Halloween spirit, because we've got some spooky talk and some taco scares coming your way this week on Taco the Town, and much, much more. You know, all Taco-tober long, we've been celebrating five years of Taco the Town, looking back at all of the taco-rific taco spots and tacos we've eaten, and looking back at all of the fan-taco-tastic friends we've met along the way. Now that it's Taco Vember, it's time to close the book on our five year celebration, but not before looking back one more time and taking one more trip down Taco the Town memory lane. You know, the last couple years on Taco the Town have been quite amazing. We have achieved many taco dreams I had when I started the show. You know, doing a food podcast during a pandemic isn't easy, so we have to be a little creative sometimes and pick out some out 
of the box, out of the taco box places to do the show. And uh, and one of my dreams was always to eat tacos in a van down by the river. And, and we made that happen on the show. We also ate tacos on the Casey streetcar. And we had a musical guest. Here's a performance from singer Nicole Springer singing a little Folsom Prison Blues on the KC Streetcar. I hear the train coming, it's rolling around the bend. I ain't seen sunshine since, I don't know when. Well, I'm stuck in Folsom Prison, and time keeps dragging on. But the train keeps rolling. When mama was this a baby, my mama told me, son, always be a good boy, don't ever play with guns. But I shot a man in Reno just to watch him die. When I hear that whistle blowing, I hang my head and cry. Eating tacos on a dining car, the probably drinking coffee and smoking big cigars. Well, I know I had it coming. Ooh, I know I can't be free. But those people keep on moving, and that's what tortures me. One more verse. Another place we looked for some tacos was the Kansas City Fun Spot, Worlds of Fun. We didn't find tacos. All the taco joints were closed that day, but we did find worlds and worlds of fun and some amazing rides that got me and my guests a little jostled. Okay, we're back from our second adventure out into the park. Still no tacos, but we did ride some amazing rides. What did we all ride? We renamed them. Yeah, yeah. the spinning jostler. The spinning or the jostling dragon. <laughs> the steel jostler. Which uh, steel, steel jostler. Hawk. The, uh, the jostlet. Uh, which and is the patriotic <laughs> jostler. American jostler. American jostler. American jostler. American jostler. <laughs> An American and jostler. We all got jostled on this last trip. <laughs> we got jostled like you would not believe. <laughs> Our brains but it was, are so but it was a pleasurable jostle. Uh, so, yeah, especially the swinging jostle set. Jostle. Uh, we did that. The swinging jostle was nice. Yeah, that's the that's the steel jostler. Steel jostler. Yeah. Steel hawk, aka steel jostler. Yeah. That was fun. That was relaxing, and you could yeah. see Kansas City. We were up really high. Is that the highest point of the park? Or I is... think so because okay. it looked so. like we were above the Mamba. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I would ride that all day. You can. You have the fast pass. <laughs> wow. In fact, you could ride it every 90 minutes. <laughs> you could take some spaghetti Ooh. up there yeah. and yeah. enjoy the view. Oh, no. The Patriot was amazing. That really yeah. jostled me good. I like that. Yeah. yeah. I like to go upside down. Your feet like, are hanging uh, down. Look like the worst constipation I ever had <laughs> in that photo. Your face was <laughs> smashed back. It was like, ooh, ooh. 
I did not expect all of the twists and turns that that ride takes you on. It yeah. was enjoyable. Uh, on, the pa- on the Patriot? Patriot, Or uh, yeah. the Joss- American, J- American Jostler. American Jostler. Yeah. And then we tried to get on the Spinning Dragons, a.k.a. Jostling Dragons, and it was shut down for a little while. Yep. For maintenance. We, for maintenance. We went back, and Katie was asking, should we really get on this ride after it had maintenance done on it? Yeah. Right. And everything was good, right? It was totally fine. Totally fine. Yeah. Who could forget the time we ate over 10 different types of tacos at Lalo's Corner, Lalo's Kitchen, with KCTV5's Alina Lee and Bill Hurlbrink, and we recited our favorite local Kansas City jingles. What's your favorite? You have to sing it. Would be between Mr. Sparky and Grass Pad. Oh, the Grass Pad's great. What's yeah. Mr. Sparky? It's you don't have to put up with any malarkey. Eight <laughs> 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 <Ain't> Sparky. <laughs> I haven't heard of that one. Grass Pad is a classic. It though. is. I think Mr. Sparky is pretty national, though, mm-hmm. now that I oh, think okay. about it. So not like 1-800-STEAMER. That's national. Yeah, yeah. But other than the Grass Pad one, gosh, there's another one. I can't think of it right now, but it's the Wichita commercial that I really adore mm-hmm. on the way to Wichita. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was like, why do they say it that way in yep. that song? And what made them sign off on that? So can I, can I tell my favorite yeah. jingles real fast? Yeah, Because yes. I, I, I like to go by uh, by year. Uh, oh. Currently, my favorite one is the roll up your, like the current one is roll up your sleeve, the Kansas. Roll up your sleeves. <laughs> But uh, I'm not. I don't remember all the words. But my favorite one, just from living in Kansas City the longest, is going to be Standard Improvement Company. And I don't. You don't hear it very often anymore. But it's like for better, for something living now and better living later. Call Standard. Boom, 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 boom. Improvement Company at Westport One. And they usually (laughs) give like the phone number, uh, you know, with the with the prefix first, right? Like they used to do back in the day. And it's the same animation from 1950. 1953. Yeah, exactly. They used to have a sign of that in West. Port and I think they yeah. took it down. Is it still up? I don't know. Maybe that's why guys. we haven't heard the jingle. <laughs> <laughs> so that's I think those are my favorite. Okay. Yeah, that's a good one. That's a classic. Mm-hmm. Standard. Boom, 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 boom. What's boom, the boom, one boom. where it was like home need a little repair? It's that one, right? Yeah. yeah and the bird goes. Squaw, squaw. Yeah. 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 Yep. <laughs> classic. We had so many firsts recently on Taco the Town. We finally tried a walking taco on the show from Up Down. We ate tacos at a brewery. We ate tacos at the Holiday Distillery. We had taco. Pizza at Guy's Deli. We had fajita tacos. We went to a house party and had Scary Gary Street Shark tacos. We had tacos at Chicken and Pickle. We ate the tacos at Quick Trip. We even ate tacos at Knuckleheads, which had some amazing tacos. And then there was that fateful day a couple years ago where my taco dreams came true and KCK was named the taco capital of America by Forbes magazine. You know, from the beginning of the show, I always said Kansas City was going to be known as a taco capital before my time on this show was through. And lo and behold, it happened. KCK taco capital here's us talking about it with guests maria savoy and jason bradford an article about uh kck is by travel writer brandon schultz he recounted a trip that he had recently taken to kansas city he had recently come to kansas city kansas where he partook of the sights and sounds and the kck tacos and schultz in the article declared KCK as the taco capital of America. Whoa. Big news. That's big. I'm about to hunt this down. 
What are your thoughts on this? Uh, KCK as a taco capital of America. I'm impressed. I would have never thought. I mean, they're good, but man. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, What do you think, Maria? I think it's great. Whether or not you agree with the article or not, I think it shines a light and brings great recognition to all the outstanding taco places that we have in Kansas City. And if anything, just gets people to get out there and try some local foods. And support the local businesses and all of those taco spots in KCK. I mean, my one big gripe with the article is that he didn't declare them best tacos in the world. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what do you guys, I mean, or I guess why, why stop there? Best the tacos in the universe. <laughs> I mean, come on, if you're going to go for it, go for it, you know? Well, I think that with the article, that was a very bold statement to make. And there have already, from my views, already seen some other articles not agreeing with that statement. So it's been interesting to see some of these other cities kind of stepping up and saying that, no, they're the best. But like I said, at the end of the day, it's exciting for Kansas City that these places, which a lot are small, locally owned businesses, are getting their recognition. I think KCK has often been very looked down upon, kind of stay over there, KCK. We don't want anything to do with you <laughs> from the KCMO side. And it's just very, it's, it's, uh, it's refreshing to see something this positive come out of KCK and, and for KCK to be looked upon in this positive nature and having such delicious tacos. You know, reading the article, it just sounds like the writer, Mr. Schultz, found out what we tend to talk about a lot here on the show, that KCK is a magical place with magical basements and magical tacos. And, you know, I believe that there are many cosmic taco way stations over the galaxy, across the planets, and that there are many different taco epicenters on our plane of existence. KCK happens to be just one of the major galactic taco vortexes or portals that we have here and it's and it's here in our metro area and it's 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 almost akin to taco ley lines magical ley lines that are over earth these are just different taco vortexes here in our area and i think it's nice that kck finally has its day in the sun you know it's been in the kc mo shadow for too long and it's just it's just kind of a fun and i think deserving accolade for for kck and if if this brings more people to kck i think you're right there have been some dark times on the show in the last couple years Uh, one of them was when longtime engineer of the show matt allen made a public announcement that he was in fact a soap person and for everyone who's asking, Matt's doing well. He's still kind of dealing with this. It, it's it's something that really never goes away. And um, he just is still asking that everyone kind of give him some space on this. So, uh, Matt, we're thinking about you, and, and we're always here for you here on Taco of the Town. Good afternoon. For those of you that may not know me, my name is Matt Allen, and I'm the engineer for Taco of the Town. Over the last three years, there's been much discussion about, quote, Soap people. Those people that cannot eat cilantro without tasting the sensation of soap on their taste buds. Well, today I have an announcement. I am a soap person. I've spent years trying to deny the truth and lying to those closest to me. But today I'm finally ready to tell my truth and I ask for privacy while my family and I work our way through this trying time. Thank you. 
We ate tacos at the Mockingbird Lounge in KCK, which has some amazing tacos. And uh, we got into the conversation with guests Mark Van Sickle and Megan Warner and Chris Lost from the Lost, Found, and Rewound podcast about what type of taco drunk we are. Oh, wait, this one might be you, Megan, the touchy-feely taco drunk. You get a little too handsy with your friends, hugs people a lot. You kiss people a lot. You end up erotically eating your tacos, suggestively <laughs> licking sour cream and salsa off your taco. Wait, that's not you. That's not you, is it? Are you just upset that I judged your taco etiquette the last time we <laughs> ate tacos? I thought touchy-feely meant like, oh, you're really nice. Yes, this one's yeah. more of an erotic taco. I thought drunk. it was a little more innocuous than it turned out to be as well. <laughs> yeah. I let's, feel like I could be this kind of taco. Um, oh, really? Oh, okay. Back when I worked for... 965 The Buzz. They had me do a segment called 50 Shades of Mark where I would just read like quick snippets of the a chapter of the book. Oh, 50 Shades of Grey. Yeah, Grey. yeah. <laughs> and so it would just be kind of like we'd have to bleep some of the stuff because you can't say certain things on the radio. Right. Like you can't say, well, I, I, I don't even need to get into it. But, <laughs> don't, don't push uh, it. <laughs> yeah, we don't need to get into it now. But yeah, like I, I feel like I could be reading a little bit of 50 Shades of Mark and then like all of a sudden the taco needs to be licked off the side. Right. And there I am. Waiting for it. Erotic taco. I'm trying to think of what the erotic how you, taco. How you make erotic and taco come. That together. also sounds dirty. The erotic taco. I there's like a erotic taco. Erotic there's a restaurant it, yeah. called Velvet Taco. Could there be a band called the Erotic Taco? Erotic Taco also sounds like something when you turn a crank. Erotic Taco. Erotic Taco. Erotic Taco. <laughs> Isn't Erotic like, Taco the fourth uh, album by Porno for Pyros? That would be awesome if it was. <laughs> yeah, I think I think, I think it is. Okay, there's just two more taco types. The naked taco drunk. You take off your clothes as the night goes on. Maybe it starts with your shirt, taking your shirt off. You eat your tacos naked, shirtless, or pantless in your backyard. Has anyone ever been there? I have not, but I had a roommate that was, definitely. <laughs> and uh, I had to help him uh, get to the bathroom when he couldn't find it. So that was a fun experience. He was and naked. he lived there? Oh, yeah. Oh, no. Yeah, he was way gone. <laughs> he was the naked taco guy, huh? He was naked taco guy. I had a friend who once got drunk at a party and uh, put his penis on a pad of uh, butter. Oh no! Out of the fr- Took the butter out of the, out of the fridge. fridge. Oh no! Put his penis on it. I have so many questions that I don't even know where to begin. Go ahead. Let's go. Okay. Question number one. How big was the pad of butter? How big was oh, the what? Uh, it <laughs> the was. Uh, okay. okay. Sorry, okay, okay. I shouldn't have said pad. It was a stick of butter. <laughs> Question number two. Was it a half stick? You get three stick. questions. I don't know if I'm allowed to ask this, but was what was the status of his penis? It was flaccid. It was flaccid. <laughs> S- I'm question number done three. With Last question. question. Because all of this makes me super uncomfortable. <laughs> She's you, like, you've I'm answered done. enough. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm not going to force you to ask any more questions. <laughs> I don't want that on me. A very momentous occasion on the show was um, a couple years ago when I finally revealed my bad taco experience, my one bad taco experience, and that was at Fuzzy's Taco Shop. And I, I faced my fears. And with guest Bertie Hansen, we ordered some Fuzzy's Taco Shop. And uh, tried to reverse time, tried to set right what had been set wrong with my bad taco experience, and it didn't go well. We, we had another bad taco experience. Here's a clip from that show. Ooh. When you tell someone that you got sick from a taco, and then they bring you a shrimp taco, I... I'm so sorry. <laughs> it actually looks really underdone. Although it could just be my mind playing tricks on me because my mind is like, don't eat the taco. (laughs) You will, you will have issues from this thing. I'm so afraid. I'm like Jesse Spano right now. I'm like so excited, so excited, so scared. (laughs) Okay. She's trying the shrimp. 
Now, I did not have a shrimp taco that night, so it wasn't the shrimp that made me sick. Okay, what are your thoughts? Uh, you've you've mm. had a very inquisitive, inquisitive look. Quizzical. It, um, it's okay. I'm not, like, excited to eat the rest of it, but I don't know. I guess we'll find out <laughs> in about 20 minutes. Okay. That's usually about how long it takes for seafood poisoning. Oh, great. <laughs> And I took the bus and walked here, so um, if I do get sick, it's going to be a really adventurous trip back home. (laughs) We took a uh, trip into an alternate dimension one week here on the show a couple years ago, where we entered the, the world turned upside down, maybe the taco upside down, if you will, where taco the town for one week, we ventured into a portal to see what would happen if instead of me loving tacos, I loved the B word. Here's a clip from when we took a trip to Burritoville. Welcome to Burritoville, population hungry. My name's Burrito Dave and it's time to ride the burrito wave. Or you can just call me Burrito Bill. That's what we do here in Burritoville. We hit up all the best burrito spots in Kansas City and fill our bellies with banging burritos. We wrap it up in a beautiful tortilla and serve it to you right here in Burritoville. Burritoville is like a warm, soft tortilla that you can just crawl right into and take a long burrito-induced nap. Or maybe use that burrito as a pillow. We're looking for only the chonkiest chonk burritos of the bunch. Chonk, chonk, chonk. That's right. Thank you, co-host Chris Rito. Chris Rito. He's in the house, everybody. Chonk, chonk, chonk. And you know what I always say? Hello, burrito. Oh, it's like we say here in Burritoville, too. Give me that chonk. Chonk, 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 chonk. One of the most amazing episodes was last Thanksgiving when we took a trip up to Smithville Lake in Paradise, Missouri to Captain's Corner, and I ate one of the most amazing tacos I've ever laid eyes on. Captain's Corner serves a huge taco, a jumbo taco, a ginormous taco. And uh, I-, I was at a loss for words. It uh, it might have been one of the greatest days of my life. Ooh, you got a really good you bite holding it up. Bite. You are like in a state of euphoria right now. This mm-hmm. might be the greatest day of my life. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad what do you, we okay, so what do you it. think of it? The, what's your favorite part of it? This is what? might be the taco I always dreamed about. Wow. Is this you unhinged? <laughs> this is me on hinge mm-hmm. you are unhinged right now <laughs> this is your soulmate would you like to give her a name oh god this is amazing are you i'm loving the tots mixed with the beef yeah i'm gonna try to eat this whole thing without it falling apart do you think i will be able to do it i do yeah i should, think you're well on your way should i not i'm not gonna try the fork and i'm loving that that uh sauce it is very very good <laughs> It is, yeah. That shell is like perfectly fried. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah, I know. We've used the word perfect quite a bit here with this taco. I mean, it it, it is pretty perfect. Mm-hmm. And ground beef is kind of my, um, also my OG favorite when it comes to tacos. <sighs> I'm really enjoying myself. This is, uh, this is everything I thought Are it would be. Are you going to say like top two, top three? Where do you think this Well, falls? I think this goes in a whole other category. Mm-hmm. This might be like there might be a novelty taco category. I was say a novelty taco genre. So what else goes in or, there? Or gigantic food oh, category. Yeah. Meta. Yeah, food that becomes something more than food. 
like it just becomes like a vessel to travel through the stars on, yeah. you know? You really are in a state of euphoria. <laughs> <laughs> I know I was saying before the show that I don't think we're going to be able to finish this taco, but I might go for another one, too. I mean, it's do a you, no, no do you taco judgment zone. Uh, I think you could. It's hard for me to... It's hard for me to focus on on the show right now. Can I? I'm just gonna have some time to myself right now, and I'll let you guys talk amongst yourselves. Okay? okay. I'm just gonna eat this taco. Sounds great. We visited Port Fonda this past Cinco de Mayo and uh, had a first. We had our first Taco the Town draft. We did this episode on the day of the NFL draft with guests Bill Hurlbrink, Alina Lee, and Nick Lecky, and uh, we drafted a Taco the Town food team of kind of what our dream team meal would be. And here's a little snippet from our first initial Taco the Town draft. All right, the draft is underway. Alina, do you have a first pick? I'm going to go with margaritas. Oh, nice. (laughs) Shocker. Margaritas with the first pick. Team Bill, second pick? Chips and guac. Chips and guac. That's a strong first pick. Team Nick? I'm going to go the quesabaria tacos. Of course. Oh, my gosh. That might be the steal of the draft, <gasps> maybe. Right. Agreed. Margarita's done. Yeah. Chips and guac, done. Quesabiria, done. I'm going to go, guys. I'm going to go first pick. I'm going old school here. I'm going hard, crunchy beef tacos. Strong, strong, wow. super strong. Okay. Team Alina, mm, pick, second pick. Let's go with the mini chimichangas. <laughs> <laughs> Like the little guys. (laughs) All right. So far, Team Alina has margaritas and mini chimichangas. (laughs) Nick, do you have any draft analysis on uh, choosing mini chimichangas (laughs) that early on the second draft? I'm going to say that that feels like a um, like Atlanta Falcons ish sort of uh, draft pick there. Bill O'Brien running the show there, trading away everything for for mini chimichangas (laughs) or mini. It's yeah, we were expecting that to go in the later rounds or undrafted. <laughs> I was going to say. Elena has uh, made that her second round I pick. had that on my mock yeah. draft going on the fourth mm-hmm. pick. Don't so. let, listen. <laughs> they sound very delicious, though. That's right. Don't judge it's a, a book. It's a bold strategy, Cotton. <laughs> <laughs> I always love it when my buddy Steve Weatherford and his brother Mike stop by and we, uh, we reminisce about all the tacos we've eaten over the years. Steve is a talented musician and uh, he surprised me this past year by telling me he is writing a Taco the Town musical. Actually, it's called Taco City the musical, but I think we all know it's really about Taco the Town. So here's a little snippet of our conversation with Steve and Mike Weatherford and uh, a little snippet from the Taco the Town musical he's working on. I'm sorry, Taco City the musical. I'm excited. What is this one about? I'm excited to hear. Well, uh, you're going to be really, really excited because this one is about this orphan boy named David. Okay. Okay. And uh, he he discovers as a small child in the city, this this big city that he loves tacos. Oh my God. Yeah. Sound familiar? Uh, What is this guys? No, it's, this is really it. It's it's actually good. So it's this magical city. It's called Kansas city and there's this kid and he loves tacos and he's really just trying to figure out who he is so that he yeah. can one day produce and, and create podcasts about tacos. It's That's like, what he wants to do like when he grows up. Uh, guys, is this uh, Taco of the Town, the musical? Uh, no. Oh. No. Oh. oh. No, not at all. Oh, wow. This is called Taco City, 
the musical. Oh. Has nothing to do with your podcast. Oh, okay. Is it, there's some similarities. Okay. But I wouldn't like, we're not trying to hone in on what you've got going or anything. Oh. Well, I like I like it. I like whatever you guys have got going so okay, far good. sounds really good. good. Does little Davey have a have a song or a theme like when he's looking for tacos or he's a sad orphan? Is there like a sad yeah. Davey theme? Yeah, it's uh I don't have the, my notes in front of me, but Oh, okay. Someday I will make a podcast. Someday I will be a man Someday I will eat all the tacos Someday I will make a name for myself Someday I will be a man Check out the website. Um, we're anticipating this hitting Broadway 2028. Oh, gosh. Um, somewhere around there. You so, think you might start it out here local and, and maybe off-Broadway? And I've then... called Starlight a few times, and they have not returned my calls, but we're we're going to keep calling them. We're going to keep. You got to keep, keep calling at it. There was a new taco spot that was opened in Westport in the past year, and uh, I just had to check it out. With my guest Liz Cook, the Taco Bell Cantina, Westport's hottest new club. Here's a clip from our Taco Bell Cantina episode. So one to five golden tacos, five being best. What would you give your taco experience here overall at the Taco Bell Cantina? Well, you know, I've got to rate it for the whole experience, not just the food. And I think I'd give it a I'd give it a two point five. Two point five? Yeah. You're not not a fan of the music it's the music, isn't it? Well no, I mean look, two point five is a fine rating. You know, it's it's right down the middle. I think uh, it's very bright here. Uh, you can. You, you wanted it to be a little bit darker. I would like a sultrier, a little more of a nightclub environment. Yeah. I want to, you know, appreciate this club music and not, uh, you know, worry about what I look like under the fluorescent lights. <laughs> eating many tacos. Eating many tacos. <laughs> we here at Taco the Town just want to thank all of our listeners for sticking with us these past five years. We do the show for you. We really appreciate you listening. Who knows just what the next five years of tacoing the town will hold. Will I finally eat tacos on a boat? I can't wait to find out. You keep munching, and we'll keep crunching. Here on Taco the Town. This week's taco destination is Cluster Truck. What is Cluster Truck? Well, Cluster Truck is the Patrick Mahomes of superfood, only better, stronger, faster. Is that possible? At Cluster Truck, they have the technology. They are America's first delivery-only kitchen. A ghost kitchen, if you will. Get it? Because it's Halloween? Ghost kitchen? Cluster Truck was designed with delivery in mind. No middlemen, no third parties, just hot, fresh food when you want it. They are the kitchen. Their chefs cook across multiple menus so everyone can get what they want. Whatever the taste, whatever the diet, Cluster Truck lets you eat on your terms. They got fresh food. They never start cooking until there's a driver ready so your food will be hot, 
and fresh every time. They've got fast delivery. They are always just 15 to 30 minutes away. Their delivery zone is meticulously calculated so your driver can bring your food fast. They leave soggy fries to the other delivery services. They'll deliver anywhere in the downtown KC area, which is great because today we are smack dab in downtown Kansas City. They have over 100 dishes to serve from and almost 10 different kitchens and tastes under one roof or under one truck roof. They offer breakfast, Pan-Asian food, burgers, urban grazers, I guess that's salads, pizza, wings, soups, and get this, they have a special section on their menu called Taqueria Rapito. That's tacos, folks. Listen to some of these taco-rific taco items they have at Cluster Truck. Smoked pork tacos, mahi-mahi tacos, chipotle shrimp tacos, loaded tacos, carne con queso, salsa, guac, and they even have vegan tacos and taco salad. They are open 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. Monday through Thursday, Saturday 10 a.m. to 10 p.m., and Sunday 11 a.m. to 9 p.m. Can't wait to try these Cluster Truck tacos. Let's meet this week's special taco reviewer guests my guests this week are all performers with quixotic an innovative performance art collective that fuses imagination with technology dance projection mapping and live music to create fully immersive multi-sensory experiences last week when we recorded this episode my guests were out at powell gardens for their dark forest halloween walkthrough event dark forest opens portals to worlds just out of reach and invites you to journey through a magical and mysterious wooded land landscape where the channels of nature's mortal realms are fiercely pierced by unexplainable paranormal forces and spell-binding supernatural beings. Now, Dark Forest has closed by the time this episode is going to air, but Quixotic's next show is just about to fire up. Their next show, Sensatia Cabaret, opens November 11th, so be sure to get your tickets for that. We're going to talk about that a little bit. You can get your tickets at sensatiakc.com. Let's meet this week's special taco reviewer guests. She is a professional performer, choreographer, project manager, and dance director in the greater Kansas City area. She specializes in the various genres of performative arts, including acting, modeling, and various forms of dance, including heels, cabaret, musical theater, jazz, funk, contemporary, and commercial choreography. Her most recent projects include Dark Forest at Powell Gardens, Terra Luna at the Overland Park Arboretum, Time Music Video with The Devil Wears Prada, and now Foods Commercial Video Project with Rush Wade Productions. Tina's current focus is expanding as a producer, specialty performer, and director. She currently works full-time with Quixotic Fusion and the Crossroads Hotel KC. Welcome to Taco the Town, Tina Rojas. Thank you so much for having me. It's great to be here. So I was out at Dark Forest the other day. Which character or performer were you in that forest? (laughs) Because it was hard to see and I was very scared. Yeah, it's pretty hard to tell who we are. We all have wigs and contacts in. I was actually the raven in the fire pit area. Whoa. (laughs) I was so scared. I mean, I I was going to go get a picture with you, but I was scared. So I kind (laughs) of kept my distance. Yeah. And you were right by like where the fire was like shooting out. It was kind of like a weird Mad Max area in the (laughs) middle of the forest. It feels that way. People definitely can come take photos with us, but you have to kind of get over the fear. Right. You know, your wings. I mean, they look sharp. So, no, but then I like hug people with them. Right. They're okay. You know, (laughs) 
Also joining us today is a Minnesota native. She has been performing with the Kansas City-based group Quixotic since 2019. She's a graduate of the University of Missouri-Kansas City Conservatory with a BFA in dance performance and choreography. She specializes in all styles of dance, as well as fire dancing and LED prop manipulation and programming. She also teaches ballet and point at Premier Dance. Welcome to Taco the Town, Montana Michaels. Hi, how's it going? Pretty good. How are you? I'm great. I'm excited to be here. Uh, are you excited for tacos? Because earlier you tested your mic and you just said, I like tacos. Yeah. So if you don't know, I love tacos. <laughs> uh, for my birthday one year, my roommate got me a cup that says, don't touch my damn tacos. So oh, I need that cup. I'm serious about my tacos. <laughs> Well, I hope these are going to be good. I've never tried the ones we're having today, so hopefully they turn out good. And last but not least, joining us today, she's a graduate from the UMKC Conservatory of Dance and has been performing with Quixotic since 2020. She is well-versed in multiple styles of dance and incorporating elements like fire and LEDs into her performing. She also teaches Pilates at Pilates of Kansas City. Welcome to Taco the Town, Morgan Henning. Hi, Dave. Thanks for having me. No problem. Thank you for being here. Now... At Dark Forest, Montana, you were a witch at Dark Forest, right? Yes. And you scared the crap out of me probably multiple times. It's probably my favorite thing in the world. <laughs> I never knew until we started doing Dark Forest that I liked being creepy. And now I'll just stare and smile at someone, like interrupt their conversation and just stand there and hover. I love it. <laughs> Morgan, you were... A witch too, or what would you call I was your character? Like Lady of the Lake. Like I That's just right. crawled out of the lake, got like mud on me, smeary, dead look. So I just would stand with my my lantern over by the bridge and freak people out. One of my favorite. Yeah, we I took some pictures. I didn't know it was you when I was taking the pictures, but you posed for me under that cool triangle light like hallway. Yeah, and the what, wind was crazy that the night. Wind so my cloak was is insane. like insane flying behind me so this is going until dark forest is out at powell gardens it's going till the 30th which it might be over by the time this episode airs so it's always like a couple weeks in october right it's usually the last two weekends leading up to halloween just to kind of get everyone in the spirit tina's our project manager on this so she could probably tell you a little more about it she's in charge <laughs> yeah, the goal is to have it the last two weeks of October. We're hoping, because it's been such a success, to run it for three weekends next year. Um, cross your fingers, but definitely want to come out and check it out if you haven't and you're in the Kansas City area. Now, this is in addition to this being our five-year birthday anniversary episode of Taco the Town. This is also our Halloween episode. Being out there in the dark forest, what's the scariest thing you've encountered? Are there any any weird moments that have happened that don't involve involve the performers and the characters were you out there and you like were touched by an invisible uh creature or, or what what have you uh experienced out there besides the weird people that walk through there's there's definitely i've heard animals out there like rustling in the brushes my area is kind of secluded so i'm like out there by myself in between like gaps of the crowd so i'll definitely hear some like twigs breaking leaves rustling and that freaks me out a little bit yeah because you're out by the lake yeah um, it's really dark over there too yeah so i just it's me and my lantern <laughs> that's it because yeah because you're out in the middle of the forest this is a real you know working real forest quote unquote so there are animals out there i mean at terra luna there's deer right that run through the, the terra luna that you have in september you ever encounter has any animal ever like gotten stuck in your um, weird witch nests that you have out there? <laughs> or do they got to do a good job of keeping the animals out of that area? I think there's so many like lights and haze and loud music. 
and people that the animals kind of stay away, but there's lots of spiders. When I was going to leave on Sunday from the last weekend's performance, there's a huge spider on my phone and I almost died. So <laughs> lots of spiders and bugs yeah, that stick around. if you don't zip around. up your bag, they'll crawl in there. Yeah, you'll take something home with you that you don't want. There are what we call uh, danger worms, otherwise known as snakes. Oh. Um, <laughs> but the crew refers to them as danger worms. But there are snakes. Um, there can be poisonous snakes, but I think that all of our lighting and production equipment scares them away. There were two deers that we found that had actually died of natural causes. Oh, that we no. had to clear out during the load-in, so that was a little uh, weird. But yeah. No raccoons yet? Um, no. Haven't seen any of those. Not that I've seen the only other thing I can think of is last year there were leeches in the lake and they kept like joking that they were going to push people in and I literally had a heart attack. I was like, I, <laughs> leeches are one of my least favorite animals. So gross. So it's like a walkthrough and, and the first section is like a, what would, what would you call that first section? It's like the witches area. It's like you've got your witches brew going. You've got these weird witch nests. Is that, well, what's the name of that little area? Because that scared the crap out of me. I think it's just like the witches area, the witches hut kind of sometimes yeah the witch's cauldron lovingly named by the crew the witches (laughs) they just think we're so creepy and they they see us you know when we do our cabaret style shows they see us as these pretty girls who are in like very little clothes and then we get out there and they're like I didn't know you had that in you so the crew really just they're they're the witches are a good area for the crew at least one witch the second time I walked through the one which scared me so bad, I just started running. And I was there by myself. There was no one near me. I just, she was like, I'm going to come get you. She cackled. There's a lot of cackling going on in that area. And I just started running. And I think I missed like half the cool stuff because I just was running so fast. Like I ran under the floating candles, which is really awesome. How do you do the floating candles? It's a secret, right? Well, they you can't reveal. actually float. Oh, they're just real floating. Yeah, they're just floating. Oh, cool. Yeah. I was wondering that. Yeah, you couldn't tell um, what was going on there. So that there's a floating candle area. Then there's a lot of lasers. There's a lot of, uh, I love the laser work. Good laser work. And then there's uh, the mirror area was really Mm -hmm. cool. The stilt walker, the stilt Mm -hmm. people in that weird little uh, pine tree meadow area was freaky. And then you come upon this weird Mad Max party area. It kind of looks like that party they're having in the Lost Boys. Everyone's like working with fire. And that's where you are, Tina, is the, uh, is that a raven? Yes. A big raven by the fire and the fire (laughs) shoots out and that spooked some people too. And every time that fire (laughs) shoots out and then it's like a party area because you can get drinks there and hang out and watch the performers, right? Yeah. Yeah. So the fire performers are, like you said, kind of like a more of a performance area than the rest of the rest of the trail is a little bit more immersive and the performers are coming in and around you but that's the one spot where it almost feels like a show so we have this amazing huge like I think it's 12 foot fire ring that the fire performers stand under and it's a really it's a really unique way to perform fire a lot of people are like oh you're performing fire under fire that's like something that's not done everywhere else so it's a really cool experience for the people to kind of get a break of walking get to stand around and see something different and what's next so after this show closes when does (laughs) sensation (laughs) open there it is november 11th is our opening date is it still at crown center yes crown center at the grand theater okay and how long does it run it runs through the new year right should run through the new year and then we'll see where where we go from there yeah, currently every Friday, Saturday, November and December. Last year, I mean, didn't you extend it last year? Mm-hmm. It like went 
for through, through March. March. Okay. And this summer you did one at Hollywood Casino. Was that like a rooftop thing? What was it that? wasn't on a rooftop, but it was on their patio overlooking the Kansas Speedway. It was called Rhapsody, a rock cirque experience. It was a really, really fun show. It was hot, but the Kansas City summer. But other than that, it was a really fun show. It was kind of different than everything else we normally do. Still the cabaret vibe, but there wasn't like burlesque and that kind of stuff. It was definitely like a rock, heavy rock. Our band really killed that show. So yeah. And where can people get tickets to, since, oh, sorry, where can people get tickets to <laughs> Sensation? <laughs> if they'd want to get tickets to it. Is it on the website? I believe it's through sensationkc.com. There's a link on there. And then if you go on the Quixotic Instagram or the Sensation Cabaret Instagram, it's also tagged in our bios. Cool. So before we get too far into the show, I just need to know from the top here, you're you're right here. So we're at the Quixotic offices here, your, your uh, headquarters. You're right like hop, skip, and a jump next to Los Tules, which is one of our favorite taco places. Do you hang out at Los Tules a lot, or what? what's your personal taco history? Do you love tacos? Montana, you've already said you you celebrate tacos every day in your in your life. I want to know from the rest of you, what's your what's your uh, taco origin story? Yeah, I mean, actually, Montana and I, we, we both went to college together at UMKC, so we lived right by the Mission Taco on Main Street, so we were there after rehearsals religiously every Wednesday night for tacos you know, and there's gossip a, tea time. <laughs> yep. um, so you, you'd go to Mission Taco Joint and uh, eat tacos maybe how many times a week are we talking here? I mean, enough to where we were friends with the manager for a while. <laughs> we would get free tequila shots every time we would go in because the manager knew us by name. Nice. We got the friends and family discount. We were regulars. Shh, that was supposed to be a secret. <laughs> it's okay. He doesn't work there anymore. <laughs> uh, Tina, what's your taco history. Did you grow up eating tacos? Did you come from a taco loving family? Yes. Yes. So um, all of the above. I grew up in a taco loving family. We had taco night once a week and we would go to this. I actually grew up in Chicago and we went to this like family owned authentic Mexican restaurant every week on Friday nights with my family. So I love tacos. I smash tacos. How many tacos have you had so far? This week. Zero. I've been, <laughs> been kind of living off of like cliff bars and water. Okay. So. <laughs> so yeah, when you're doing your shows, how, how does that affect your taco intake? When you're out there, you have to... You can't eat yeah. tacos in the woods. It's just like... Right. There's, Especially there's, there's wearing like a place. raven costume. That <laughs> would be wings? hard. No, yeah. I can't pick up a taco with wings. And if you're a witch, I mean, you could hide a taco in that, in that, in your cauldron, but... I've tried. Doesn't work. <laughs> no, it's a little messy. And then, you know, like the kids' toes that are in the tacos, they don't really they don't really stay very oh, well yeah. in the woods yeah. without a fridge which so, tacos you know. yeah Witch. always have children's toes in them so how many tacos have have you had so far this week i mean i know it's early in the week this but. week i i haven't had any yet i mean it is taco tuesday i mean i guess i should celebrate every tuesday <laughs> when a show wraps do you just immediately go out and like eat 10 tacos is that how it goes it should be something we do or but. at the end of the night like if you're out there in the dark forest do you ever hit the t-bell on the way home or do you have to i'm gonna off? be honest this is a crime to tacos but after every show i do go to mcdonald's so <laughs> oh, no. you get fries or you get like and a, a mcdouble mcdouble okay okay yeah that's 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 understandable but maybe, maybe try mixing in some taco bell once in a while I mean, I'll you're get out Taco there. Bell on Thursday after the show in honor of you. Thank you. What's the nearest Taco Bell to Powell Gardens? It's got to be Lone Jack. Do they have one? 
I don't, I think all they have is like a Sonic out there, but I think there's one in Lee's Summit. Mm-hmm. There's also one right by my house, so I can just go there. Powell Gardens, is, it's, it's, a, it's kind of a jaunt it's, out there. It's out oh, there. Yeah. It takes this a little a drive. while. Yeah. But it's well worth it. Well oh, worth absolutely. It. So we're celebrating, I know you know this because you're all fans of the show. We're celebrating five years of Taco the Town today. This is our final celebration show here in Taco-tober. What are your feelings? How have you been celebrating this month? Oh, yeah. Definitely getting lots of tacos for Taco-tober. Halloween-themed tacos, you know. Would you say you've been listening to the show more than you normally do? Like, instead of listening to it, like once a day maybe listening to it like three four times a day definitely every time i get ready in the morning and then when i'm eating my tacos at lunch and then my tacos at dinner i listen and then i listen to it to help me fall asleep to dream about tacos you too that's what i do too i listen to myself puts me to sleep uh tina looking back on the last five years what are some of your favorite memories from the past five years of taco the town thank you so much for asking dave uh episode 133, riding the taco train down Maine with guests Steph Shannon, Donna Mandelbaum, and Nicole Springer was just delightful. Oh, yes. Um, And who could forget episode 99 at the Peanut with the guests Hesley Ray and Travis Budoslavic, I think is how you say it. Good memory. Good memory. That episode really opened my eyes and showed me that great wings and great tacos could coexist under one roof. That's so great. You know, those are really good ones, Tina. But the episode that I think that really changed my life was episode 158 at the Taco Bell Cantina with the guest Liz Cook. That's the episode where I feel Dave really achieved a new level of podcasting genius. Oh, thank you. And what about episode 66 at Guy Fieri's Dive and Taco Joint? That episode brings me such immense joy every time I listen to it, which is, like I said, once every other day. Okay, if I can interject, Dave. Oh, um, yeah, sure. I'm just gonna say i'm a sucker for your holiday cocktail episodes oh those are great yeah episode 57 at tiki cat episode 117 at tiki huna and episode 153 at julep in westport Mm -hmm. they're all the classics and i never miss a chance to gather my family around the fireplace we turn on our podcasting devices and laugh along to the fun festivities every holiday season oh thank you yeah i do the same thing with my family you know those are all amazing episodes but i think we're all forgetting episode 115 where Dave finally faced his one bad taco experience at Fuzzy's Taco Shop and confronted a dark childhood memory. I thought that episode was a tour de force, and that was truly the moment in podcasting history that Taco the Town transcended the mainstream and became one with the Tacoverse. Bravo. Couldn't agree more. You know, I listen to that episode every morning twice. Three times if I skip breakfast. Oh, wow. Thanks for bringing all those episodes up. I had no idea that you um, really felt that way about the show. Thank you so much. Those are all great memories. And you know what? It's good that we have those, you know, to always listen to whenever we want to, right? Yes. Oh, yeah. It's just a comforting thing. They're, you know, on your favorite podcast app. You can listen back to all 180 episodes of the show. And I know, as I just found out, that you you all do that. Yeah, you have to. When you you eat tacos, if you don't listen, it's a crime. Right. Morning, noon, and night. When I come home, my Alexa knows to play Taco the Town. <laughs> you just say... That's dedication. You just say, Alexa, play Taco the Town. 
Yes. And hopefully me just saying that now made people's Alexa play Taco <laughs> the Town. Yep. If they I weren't. Hope so. Well, I have a cake here. Um, what are the rules on cake? Can you eat Taco with the Town cake? I guess, should we wait for after the tacos to eat this cake? Why not dessert first? Dessert I mean, first? Yeah. <laughs> we could try that. Cake first. <laughs> We could do that. So every week here on the show, I like to check the taco news stories of the week. This is the taco ticker. You want to check the taco ticker with me? Yeah. All right, let's do it. All right, this is the taco ticker. This is is where we talk about the uh, taco news stories of the week. Is everyone ready for the taco ticker? I'm ready. All right, here we go. There's this restaurant called Chipotle, and they're really famous for their... B B words, which is we don't say that word here on the show. Bleep this out, Matt. There, I said it. <laughs> Any, what are everyone's thoughts on burritos? Too much tortilla. I'm a fan of burritos. Oh, God. I love oh, burritos. God. I also oh, worked, no. I worked at Chipotle in high school, and rolling the burritos, sorry, rolling the B word was my least favorite thing. They would always rip. Someone would, like, tell you to mix it, and it's just too hard to mix it. It was just the bane of my existence. See... You're coming from a traumatic experience where you had to create those and then it would explode in the middle. I mean, now I know why you don't like the B words. I still have B- BTSD. B- BTSD. <laughs> yes. So I've got two B word lovers here at the table, two non B word lovers mm-hmm. here at the table. So if you dress up like a B word on Halloween at Chipotle, you can get a $6 They've done this before. Has anyone ever dressed? Oh, it says, oh, you don't have to dress like a burrito. That's what they used to do in the past. So if you just wear a Halloween costume to Chipotle, did you work there when they did the burrito thing? Yes. And all of the like college students and high school students that thought they were funny would come in with like cat ears on and that's it. And normal clothes and be like, where's my, where's my discount? No. And you'd it has say to no. be a real costume. Right. I don't even work there anymore, and I'm still standing up for them. <laughs> but you have to sign up for the Chipotle Rewards app ahead of time. Uh, most entrees are around $10, so the discount will save you $4 per person or $16 for a family of four. But why would you go there and make your family eat burritos on Halloween? That just sounds like you're forcing a lot of tortilla into your family, <laughs> overeating. Their stomach will ache later, right? Am I right? If you eat a B word on Halloween, you're not going to have room for the candy. Unless you save half for the next day. You can make a small burrito, too, yeah. if you make it at home. You I'm know sorry, B word. Chipotle. Sorry, Chipotle. <laughs> <laughs> I keep saying it, too. Chipotle does, like, they're, it's, it's a good leftover food, like, mm-hmm. you know, for the next day. You can save half your B word. <laughs> there is way too much b-word talk happening why did i bring this i i shouldn't have ever shouldn't have ever brought that story up all right what's everyone's uh, zodiac sign let's go around the table here okay tina i'm a leo taurus pisces all right do you know what taco you should order based on your zodiac sign have you heard this do you have this ready no. every time you order a taco you got to know which one to taco according to your uh, zodiac sign i need to know now though uh, i don't know yeah. you said leo Leo. Tina is a Leo. <laughs> it's like meat lovers. Tacos. <laughs> According to this accurate news article I just found on the internet, a Leo should always order tacos al pastor. 
Oh, okay. It's flashy, fun, and always looking for a good time. <laughs> You're the type who wants dinner and a show when you go out. Is this true? It's very true. So just any taco spot won't do. You prefer an authentic spot where you can take a culinary adventure and meet new people along the way. That's amazing. Ooh. While there, order some tasty tacos El Pastor. The street food kitchen features slow-roasted pork, cilantro, onion, and fresh pineapple for a kick you won't see coming. Does that sound yeah, right? Yeah, it, it does. Okay. I like it. Montana? Taurus. Taurus. Carne asada tacos. Mm. It takes a lot to impress your taste buds. Mm-hmm. After all, you're known for your culinary expertise and skills in the kitchen. Is that true? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Since you're usually the one whipping up fancy meals for your friends and family, when you decide to treat yourself, you like to indulge. That is very true. I don't necessarily whip up fancy meals. But I do indulge. Your refined taste will appreciate carne asada tacos with rich marinated skirt steak and zesty fresh herbs. And there's a good chance you'll try to recreate the recipe in your own kitchen. Does that sound right? Accurate? No. (laughs) (laughs) The beginning did, but I don't think I would recreate them. If I find somebody that makes a good taco, I let them make it. Okay. Morgan? Pisces. Pisces. Oh. You're more of a mild personality. Is that true? Um, no. No. (laughs) It says really? here that you would like tacos de pescado. Okay. Your taste in food reflects that, your mild personality. As a water sign, you tend to take on a lot of the burden of those around you. Is, this, is that true? Wow, this is like deep. Like everyone <laughs> else is like, so Like what? Deep. When you have some time to yourself, you like to snag something light and refreshing to help you wash away the worries of the day. <laughs> this is all accurate? Is this, I, I don't sorry? think so. <laughs> <laughs> tacos De pescado is a tasty alternative to red meat tacos and can be dressed up with delicious fruit salsa. And of course, as the fish of the Zodiac, this is just perfect for you. I, Do you like a good fish taco? I, I really don't. It's specific. Oh, gosh. I like a fish taco. I also don't like fruit salsa. Okay. Not a big fan. Man, this is not, it's not, this is not, not lining up. resonating huh? with me. What about you? What about me? Um, I am Scorpio, and it says here I am mysterious and complex. I'm always looking to keep people guessing. When you hear someone suggest taco night, you know exactly how to introduce your crew to something new. Okay. I head to a Korean barbecue restaurant that serves spicy beef tacos. It says that uh, Scorpio should always order a spicy Korean beef taco, which we just had on the episode a couple episodes ago. We had Korean tacos, and they were really good. You're sure to love the fusion of both flavors and culture while also getting your much-needed spice factor. That's false. I am not a fan of spicy things. This article is not right <laughs> on all of us. And instead of margaritas, toast a good f- to good friends with flavored soju. Oh, Anyone what? had any soju before? No. no. What is that? It must be a Korean drink. Yeah, I don't know. After listening to all these episodes over these five years, I just don't really think that's you. I don't know. Really? Yeah. I don't know. Uh, yeah. I'm. I'm not. Not a fan of the spicy. So it says here. Um, Aries likes breakfast tacos. Taurus carne asada tacos. Gemini tacos de birria. So birria tacos. Cancer uh, tacos campanchano. Sorry. Tacos Campanchano, Leo, Tacos El Pastor, Virgo, Carnitas, Tacos, Libra, Taco Nachos, or Taco Nachos, Sagittarius, Cochinita, Pabil, Capricorn, a classic hard shell taco. I think we all know that Capricorn that always wants to go get the crunchy, the crunchy hard shell tacos, right? Am I right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Aquarius, they like fajitas. And then, yeah, the Pisces, Tacos de Pescado. I don't know. Not lining up. No. Not lining up. That seems like... It got deep in there for no reason. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to 
to get serious there. This is our Halloween episode. This is a kind of a scary story. Is everyone ready for this? Love a scary scary. story. Okay, here we go. Colorado cops respond to report of demonic sounds heard at a local McDonald's. This is from back in 2020. In a strange case out of Colorado, police officers working the overnight shift were dispatched to a fast food restaurant after workers called with concerns about hearing mysterious and unsettling sounds. The weird call reportedly came into the Pueblo Police Department from a McDonald's in the city at around 3.30 in the morning this past Thursday back in 2020. In what one imagines was an unsettling experience at that lonely late night hour, employees at the establishment claimed that they had heard a woman screaming and making demonic sounds. Specifically, Captain Tom Runnell encountered a tweet later that morning. The workers said that this unseen individual was speaking in a strange language and barking. According to the law enforcement officer, the incident was so unnerving to the crew at the restaurant that they said they wouldn't be going back outside their building until after the sun came up. So they were stuck inside the McDonald's? That kind of sounds like my dream. Stuck in a McDonald's? It kind of sounds like Montana after a show. She doesn't get her McDonald's. I know. Maybe it was me after a show at Dark Forest. You went all the way to Colorado. Yeah. For those fries, I would go anywhere. It says here the police arrived on the scene and the source of the sounds was nowhere to be found. So, It's because I'm at Dark Forest. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So what do you think? Have you ever encountered anything uh, scary? I mean, we've all encountered late night uh, drive-through shenanigans, right? Yes. One time, Morgan and I, after a show, (laughs) we used to live in the same building. And so after shows, we would go to McDonald's together as a friend experience. (laughs) Bonding. And the McDonald's on Broadway, we were there at like probably, I don't know, midnight or something. And there's this homeless man that was knocking on everyone's windows. And then he just started screaming and ran away right before he got to our window. And I was like holding her hand and like gripping her so hard, oh, like so thinking like, that the homeless yeah. man was going to scream at our window. Maybe that's what this was in this case. Just a vagrant houseless person screaming yes sorry had bad mcdonald's had bad mcdonald's was yeah, hurting their that, stomach that can it can do that to you absolutely oh my gosh yeah maybe the lady just needed a toilet probably <laughs> probably right so you're big mcdonald's fans yeah i'm trying to cut back but it just keeps reeling me back in i what, can't let it go what do you think of the news that just broke of the mcribs coming back but it's it's the last time it's ever coming back have you heard of this i've don't even like McRibs. So you've never ordered a McRib? <laughs> no, so that does not affect my my opinion. Montana? I think instead of a McRib, they should bring back a McTaco. Was that a thing? No. Oh. They should just create one. <laughs> now that would be a game changer. That would be a difference maker and a game changer. If that happens, at the same you have time. to have us back for that. Did you hear about McDonald's complaining that too many adults were ordering Happy Meals? The Happy Meals? And the they were like Happy requesting Meals. that people would stop doing it. And I was like, your marketing worked. You are selling all of the Happy Meals. <laughs> That's what I didn't get is like if they're made for adults. Yeah, you it worked. Yeah, you you sold out like that's good. Like that's what they're supposed to do. Right. Did they want kids to order the adult Happy Meals? Apparently they're tired. (laughs) Were there too many people ordering those? So they have those Halloween buckets out now. Yeah. And those Mm -hmm. sold out. Everyone went to get those. Right. So those are still nostalgia. Nostalgia. Yeah. So last Halloween topic here. Got to know around the table here. Best scary movie. What's the movie you watch every Halloween? Is there something that gets you in the mood to go out there to dark forest that, that you watch every Halloween? Halloween. Tina, we'll start with you. You, you got mean one. Scary or Halloween? Because these are two different things. Scary Halloween movie. 
ish movie. I personally love The Evil Dead, but I'm also, you guys probably have never even heard of this. But the original first the one? The original Evil Dead. I watched it when I was a kid, which, say what you want, but I loved <laughs> that movie and I think it's very clever and fun. Okay, well, I'm not a huge fan of scary movies, so I channel the Sanderson sisters when I go out to Dark Forest. I love Hocus Pocus. And the second one, Unpopular Opinion, is better than the first. Oh, I've heard nothing oh. but bad things about that new one. I loved it. I've watched it twice already. <laughs> I disagree. I love the first one, but I'm also older, so. <laughs> no, no shade on the first one. It is really good, but I just like that they focused on the sister's story more in the second yeah. one. I am also not a huge scary movie watcher. I do like them if they have a good storyline, but I Halloween movies, I normally watch the like, funny ones, but the scariest movie... I've seen is definitely like the conjuring the series freaks me out is there anything you do especially to get prepared to go out there in dark forest and scare people i mean tina you kind of are you there to scare people you're more you're friendlier though right I, yeah. well you look scary but you also look cool and you also pose with people and get yeah. pictures so i really want it to be an experience of scared at first then want to get closer then scared again, (laughs) and then kind of like saunter away. But I I was definitely scared. I was I was too scared to come up and approach you. And I saw the wingspan and the the beak, and I was just chickened out. Scary contacts if you're willing to get close. Oh, cool. Yeah, I'm gonna have to come back out and get a picture. So you you scare people, Montana. You a lot of cackling. What do you do to prepare for that? I really don't do anything before I get to the forest to prepare, other than like my hair and makeup, obviously. But when I get to the forest, there's about five witch performers every night, and all five of us will get around our little cauldron fire pit, and we'll let out the first scream of the night and the first cackle of the night all together. And that's that really gets you into character. Were you the witch that was hanging from the tree? That was not me. Okay. That was Maggie. That's... That was Maggie? Yeah. Former Taco of the Town guest, Maggie. She scares the crap out of me. Oh, yeah. She, I didn't know that was she Maggie. She kills it. She really kills it. If you're out there and Maggie comes in your vicinity, you're you're done for. <laughs> <laughs> Morgan, what do you do to prepare to be the uh, lady of the lake? I, since I'm kind of out there just by myself in the dark by the bridge, I try, I honestly, like, because I don't look like myself at all with all of that makeup on in the context, I kind of just, like, look at myself in the mirror and, like, find out what faces look creepy and kind of get into the mode because I'm sometimes I'll literally scare myself like looking in the mirror because I look so unreal. There was a weird moth guy out there like mm-hmm. uh, Cary Grant Car- by the, the glitch forest. Glitch forest. Yeah. yeah, he like disappeared. I saw him through the corner of my eye and then he just kind of disappeared into the shadows and I just kind of ran again. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, I don't want to be near that moth guy because he was, he is very tall. Oh yes. yeah. He's he like, had, he has platforms on. Yeah. He looked like a cross between the dude from the Watchmen and then Mothman. And uh, I just, he was in the dark and he disappeared and then I just started running and I tripped and I just started <laughs> crying. But uh <laughs> But yeah, there's there's a lot of creatures like I went through two times and you guys switch it up. So every time you go through, there's like something different and different performers. So it's very cool. I recommend everyone if you can't get out there this year, which you which probably won't be able to. But next year, for sure, head out there to Dark Forest. Let's take a quick break. We'll be right back after these messages. Hey folks, Dave from Taco the Town here, and I'm here to tell you, Sun Eaters are back with their seventh album, 
Sun Eaters 4, Absinthe Makes the Heart Grow Fingers. It's a cautionary tale filled with sweet treats. The album features the spunky, say the most meaningful things in the simplest ways. The surfy, master stick. Appointment with the Hangman, written by Lawrence Kansas's very own James Grauerholtz. And my favorite, the post-punk hammering delight, Dumb and Chinless. So take a trip back to the post-hardcore 80s and enjoy Sun Eater's new record, Sun Eater's 4, Absinthe Makes the Heart Grow Fingers. Sun Eater songs are like tacos for your ears. Find this album and more at lotuspool.com. Town of the Taco, Kansas City, you're the place I love. All right, this is Town of the Taco, where we discuss the town that the tacos are in, Kansas City. I have a cup here filled with Kansas City topics. I'll have each of you pull a topic, and we will discuss. Who'd like to go first? Tina? Go first. All right. Okay. Create a new Casey slogan or catchphrase. A new Casey slogan or catchphrase. Because isn't, isn't it now, it's like the new Midwest. Isn't that the oh, catchphrase I now? I couldn't even is tell it? you what it is. I don't know so what where did, it is. Where do people share this Or best barbecue or... So I don't know if Kansas City barbecue. <laughs> I would like say, that. wait, am I supposed to make one up? Yeah. I would Just say off the top of your head. Kansas City, cozy as fuck. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love that. Or keeping it cozy in Kansas City. That's a good one. Sure, too. we can. Anything oh, yeah, with, co- like anything with cozy. Hold the K and the C on keeping and cozy. Yeah. yeah. Everyone's cozy. Everyone Merch. drives like they're cozy, works like they're cozy. <laughs> <laughs> We're just kind of just a cozy city, especially when it's cold out. We oh, like to keep yeah. cozy at home. Oh, yeah. Lots of jackets, lots of scarves, lots of uh, warm hats. Just like to keep in lots of coffee, mm-hmm. keeping oh, it cozy. Pups, cozy dogs, as fuck. Cats. Ca- yeah. We like our cats, like to stay cozy with cats. Yeah, that's a good one. I'd like to go next. I'll go. Montana. Gonna really get in the cup. Yeah. Ooh, that one looks really old and weathered. It's a good one. Most underrated or hidden KC attraction. Sensatia Cirque Cabaret at the Crown Center. Sensatia. 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 Cirque Cabaret at Crown Center. Opening November 11th. Shh. Shh. Don't tell. <laughs> now, if people were getting, what is that show? It's like, uh, it's dancing. It's singing. It's acrobatics. It's, mm-hmm. is there fire? Yes. yes. All that. Of course. Is there it lasers? You always have without. lasers. No lasers? I don't think Sensatia has lasers in it. It's a more of like a traditional cabaret style show. So we've got, like you said, dance, fire. We have aerialists. We have a seer wheel artist who's really great. We have contortionist. Contortion. Yeah. We have an amazing singer and a cello player and a violin player. We have Ernest, our saxophone player, back this year. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Seer wheel? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You have a saxophone player? Yes, oh, yeah. Ernest is from Kansas City. He was in the original rendition of Sensation in Kansas City. He was in Miami last year during when we did it, and now he's back. So, wow. yeah. Got to go. Got to check that out. Anyone else have any underrated attractions or, or things that they'd like to uh, Sorry, not necessarily plug? But yeah, it. that's a good one. I think anything Quixotic does is, is a great underrated attraction yeah, oftentimes we just hear oh we didn't even know you guys exist and so and and what we do so i definitely recommend people just start following us and going yes. to everything we do because <laughs> we love it and we do it all the time all right morgan why don't you pull one there favorite kc shopping mall past and present past 
Oak Park Mall <laughs> back in the college days. It's still there. It is still there. Go? I it, don't. I never go out feel there. Like, you feel like it's changed a bit. It's just not your vibe anymore. Honestly, I just don't want to drive that far. <laughs> but I do love like, I don't know, walking through a mall. Like it's what you did as like in kid middle school. So it's just kind of, I don't know. I, I still enjoy it. My favorite I mean, I really don't, I do so much online shopping. I mean, I always love the plaza. I guess you could consider that. a Yeah, shopping malls are going uh, out of business, which is really sad. They mm-hmm. just tore down a couple of years ago, my favorite shopping mall, Metcalf South Shopping Ooh. Mall. So it's gone. Can't, can't walk those halls anymore. But yeah, there's still Oak Park Mall. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, the legends out there. Yeah. Malls have such a unique smell. I love it. Yeah, it's like always the like dirty carpet and like dirty thing. carpet and pretzels. Yeah, and the carousel. You gotta ride the carousel. Oh yeah. Did anyone go to the Great Mall? It's torn down. It's now, gone too. It was a great mall. Middle school stomping ground. <laughs> I hung out there when it first opened in that arcade they had there. That was awesome. It was like old school a, mall arcade. A taco place for they, for a hot second. Yeah, it was like supposed to be authentic. I'm not question mark, but it was pretty good. Man, yeah, a great mall. There's there's just the Burlington Coat Factory there now, and then everything else is just a field. They it's tore everything else down yeah, around it. Yeah, gone. I saw a Good Burger at that mall. Remember Good Burger? <gasps> I like home love of the that good movie. Keenan and Kel, the movie. Such a good oh movie. Oh my god, that yeah. movie was my personality in sixth grade. Oh man, <laughs> <laughs> it really was. I had a great that. I, had a lot, I saw a lot of movies at that theater. Towards the end, yeah. you could just walk right in and yeah. just sit down. They <laughs> take your ticket. So because it was like high school kids running a place for high school kids. Yeah. And like there'd be <laughs> high school kids chasing each other like yes. through the movie theater oh, as gosh. you were watching the theater. Like kids would be fighting and running through the theater. Finding Nemo at Great Mall. For free, because I just yeah. walked in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there was nobody taking tickets. You'd be like, all right, okay, oh, oh, all right, okay, all right, here we go. We're going to watch this movie. And nobody ever yelled at you. Yeah. Man, we need malls like that back. I know. Good times. Mm-hmm. All right, our tacos are here. It is time. We should not delay this anymore. It's time to eat our tacos. Let's put these tacos to the test. All right, we've got our tacos. So these are from Cluster Truck. Has anyone eaten at Cluster Truck before? I have not. Me either. First time. They've been on my list forever. Everyone says, you know, the Cluster Truck tacos are are great. So I'm finally... So they only deliver here in the downtown area. It's like a... I'm not sure what the radius is, but you have to be within this downtown radius for them to, to deliver to you. So I was kind of disappointed. It was not a truck with wings that delivered these to us today, like the uh, the logo has. That would have been really cool. But so we've got three types of tacos and a taco salad. Oh, yeah. We've got the vegetarian taco salad that Tina's having, which comes with is that queso? What is that? Is that like a, it's like a Chipotle ranch? Chipotle ranch. It's okay. Delicious. Ooh. We've got guac. We've mm-hmm. got the mahi mahi tacos. We've got the loaded tacos, which look great. And we've got the smoked pork tacos. I just took a bite of the smoked pork and it was delicious. My pet peeve is like dry meat and this is really juicy and nice. So nice. it's good. Are you using the salsa they provided? I haven't yet. It was also a green. The green. Okay. Which one did you have first? The pork or the... Um, the pork. The pork. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to try that first. I tried the, the loaded. It's pretty good. I'm just not a huge fan of like... 
a soggy tortilla. Okay. Personally. A little too soggy? A little too soggy. Well, they doubled them up, so we've got the double tortilla. What do you think of that? I think that's a good move. I do. For, if it's going to be a soggy tortilla, you need two. So I think that was a good choice. Sometimes the double tortilla, though, it almost feels like too much tortilla, and you can't really taste, like, you can taste the meat in the tortilla, but not all the other stuff they put on it. And these are flour, right? Yes. Are they? Are they Maybe corn? they're corn. They look like white corn. Oh, wait, you're like right. White corn, yeah. These are corn, yeah. I'm hearing you on the... It's almost like there's too much tortilla. The mm-hmm. tortillas are a little too big mm-hmm. for the amount of stuff that's inside the taco. If the tortillas were smaller, it'd be just right. Tina, what is your first thoughts on the uh, taco salad? It's nice. It's got a variety of corn, black beans, red peppers, and jalapenos. I'm not a fan of, like, pickled jalapenos. I really like when people, like, roast them and then put them on, but I do think it's a nice little touch. It's a different take on a taco salad for sure because normally they come in like a big bowl with like refried beans on the bottom and they put chips on the side and the dressing is delicious. Yeah, the dressing looks great. Mm-hmm. They give you a lot of chips too. They give you yeah, a lot of chips tortilla chips, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, I forgot. So we've got chips here too for our guac. Has anyone had the guac yet? Yeah. No. Mm-mm. we got to try it. Yeah, try that guac. I agree with you about the pork one, Montana. The meat is really flavorful. Not super dry. It's good. I just tried the mahi-mahi, and it's good, but it could use a little more mahi-mahi. It's almost just a mahi. Right. Less mahi-mahi. If you're going to advertise it as mahi-mahi, you got to get that double <laughs> mahi in yeah, there. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. My pork was a little dry. Did anyone else experience that? I no. liked mine. I thought mine was nice. <laughs> it's just your taco. Maybe, yeah, you just got mine. the, the just one mine. oddball. <laughs> I will say, Cluster Truck got here fast. It took them only about 15 minutes to prepare all of this food. I'm not sure where in the city they're preparing these tacos. It's like a ghost kitchen. Mm-hmm. Just kind of pops up and it's like ready. So they got it got it here really fast. They must just be like across the street or something. All right, I'll try the mahi-mahi and see if I can. Did you put the pico on your mahi-mahi? No, but I used the... <laughs> Maybe that'll make the difference. I don't know what this one was. Whatever this dark red one was, I used that and it was good. Okay, so all of these have the double tortilla. Do we know where the tortillas are from? I'm not sure if they're local or not. Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm. Whatever the sauce on the mahi-mahi is good. <laughs> yeah, I like it. The pico really flavors it up. Now the loaded looks like it's just a, it's like ground beef, lettuce, cheese. It's almost like a Taco Bell taco, but the soft taco version, right? right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think out of all three, I think the loaded's my favorite. Loaded is the best for you? I think so. It almost looks bigger than the other two as well. Mm-hmm. At least there's more stuff inside it. Mm. Mm. I like the loaded. The ground beef has a nice seasoning. But it's almost too heavy for the two tortillas. Like, it's really falling apart on me. Yeah, I'm experiencing that with my mahi-mahi. Yeah, the soggy tortillas just don't hold up. Now, Tina, do you normally go taco salad when you're wanting tacos, or do you go vegan tacos because you're vegan? I usually go really good vegan tacos. I personally prefer double-decker tacos where there's a crunchy taco and then refried beans. One of the greatest inventions of all time. Yeah. And I really like when people make like a walnut lentil vegan chorizo, but it's hard. You have to like jam and pack with a lot of flavor and you have to know what you're doing. But taco salads are great. They can get a little, like the chips are in the container with them and they're getting a little soggy. So I'm getting the, I think you should put those on the side for sure. Right. And the salad has black beans, jalapenos, lettuce, corn, Mm -hmm. pico, I think it normally comes with cheese, probably. Mm-hmm. And then it has that chipotle ranch sauce, which... Yeah. Or at least that's what we're calling it. That's what we're calling it. <laughs> we don't know what it is. That looks really good. Can it's I stick sauce. a chip no, in No, you guys should definitely try it. It's... can't imagine putting it all on the salad. I almost wish I 
put those on my three tacos. Yeah, it's it's good. I mean, you might mm. want to try it. Yeah. It almost tastes like Baja sauce. Mm-hmm. Do your fish tacos have a sauce on them? There is something, but I think it needs a little more. It does. Mm-hmm. Do you I'm, think it should be spicier? I'm a, yeah, I'm a sauce person, so I feel like all of these could have had... A little extra something. I'm going to put some of this Chipotle yeah, ranch on my mahi-mahi. Now, being this close to Los Tules, how many days a week are you eating tacos at Los Tules? I'm going to be honest. I've never been there. I've only what? been once. Mm-hmm. It was really good, though. Awesome service. Food was great. Came out super fast. I it, just haven't made my way back. It looks like one of those places where the chips and salsa they give you at the beginning are like going to change your life. So I've always wanted to go in there. I've just never actually gone in there. You got to do it. They have good margaritas, chill. Very good. And you're also really close here on Broadway under the bridge. You can go to Yoli Tor- Tortilleria and get some tortillas over there. I don't think I've been there. I go. Yeah, I get tortillas from her. Best tortillas. All the time. They're amazing. She has flour and corn. Is there anyone ready to give their final review of the tacos? Are you still working? Have you formulated a decision yet? Mm. Or a taco salad? Out of five, five golden tacos, five being mm-hmm. best? So I would give this a 2.5, which is pretty good. Yeah, I just think you got to make it a little bit more personalized. But it's hard. It is It's, it is a taco salad. <laughs> Anything you're missing in there that you would, you know, spice it up a bit? Yeah, I mean, I think you could make a really good, like veg-based, in quotes, in quotations, meat, if you use, like, lentils and, and walnuts and different types of vegetables. You could even add, like, roasted vegetables and stuff. I think you could amplify it for sure. Morgan, Montana? I think I've formulated my decision. Okay. Similar to Tina, but I'm going to do, I'm going to do a two, just because... I think it's the soggy tortilla that's getting me. Mm-hmm. So if the tortilla was dry, would and that not move as, it up? like... Just fell apart. Fell I want to eat easy. a taco and not have to feel like I need to use a fork to finish right. it. And more sauce. More sauce. Just something. More stable tortillas. Yeah. Would have really yeah. stepped it up. I yeah, they so. are kind of flaky and falling apart. Yeah, that would have made the the jump to a 0.5, I think. Okay, maybe I'm just like really nice, but I was going to give these a four. I thought they were pretty good, but there definitely were things I could be improved i will say i did just load up a chip with some guac and then put the rest of my mahi mahi on the chip and that was a game changer mm-hmm. so that definitely i think solidifies my four even though maybe i'm being way too nice i don't know i'm bad at reviewing i just really like them all i don't know <laughs> <laughs> the chips are good though the chips are a five they're yeah. perfectly crunchy and salted yeah so and i gotta give them that and the, the guac, guac is great, really good. Yeah. great. the sauce that was on a little bit was good and that chipotle sauce you have tina was yeah good. it's good is this always is it only to go yes only delivery yeah okay. i feel like what i've seen before especially in like bigger cities like la and new york is they'll put the warm tortillas by themselves in foil so that they stay warm and soft and dry and then they'll put the insides of the taco on the side so that you can really like build it fresh it's a and smart hot. move That's a yeah. great and then it doesn't idea. get really soggy because it's not sitting in there mm-hmm. that is a great idea. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go... I added that chipotle sauce to my mahi-mahi and it stepped it up. I'm going to go... I wish my pork wasn't as dry as it was. The loaded was good. But yeah, I'm going to go just like... I'm going to say a three out of five golden tacos. Just kind of in the middle. I'd love to try more. They're, they have a huge menu. They have like a pizzeria. They have soups. They have sandwiches. They have like maybe 10 restaurants that they can 
you know, deliver food from with cluster trucks. So, but I will not be trying anything but the tacos. I'm sorry. I changed my mind. <laughs> I just want the tacos. They also have vegan tacos. They weren't available to deliver those today, which I'm not sure why, but they do have vegan tacos oh, cool. if you want to deliver. Okay. So we enjoyed these tacos a little bit. We wish the tortillas were a little more stable. This is the time of the show where we read good and bad reviews of the place in funny voices. This is called Good and bad reviews, read in funny voices. Bad reviews on Talk of the Town. Talk of the Town. Talk of the Town. Talk of the Town. Montana's going to go here. Who do you have there? I've got Rand E. Rand E. Okay, what yes. is... And this is a bad review, right? Yes, this is a bad review. All right, here we go. Dun, dun, dun. I've tried to order from them several times. However, they require a phone number and their system won't take any of my phone numbers. I tried all types of phone numbers. Work, home, cell, text, ETC. Nothing works. They work for everyone else, so I'll keep shopping with everybody else. One star <laughs> in all caps. How rude. Man. He never even got the food. He was just, <laughs> he hates them already and he never even got the food. My guess, he left out a number and was trying to type in like a r- off right. number. A yeah. Tina, do you want to do the other bad review or do you want to do a good review? Well, all right. I'm reading for Crispy. Cluster truck? More like cluster fuck. <laughs> they seem to have tried to squeeze the menus from several different restaurants into one. They have Thai food. Breakfast burgers. I'm sorry. Breakfast burgers. <laughs> wings. I want soup, a breakfast burger now. Salads, that sounds really good. Mac and cheese, etc. Maybe if they focused on smaller menus, the quality of the food would improve. We ordered from Cluster Truck twice this week, mostly due to 50% coupons. I really liked the Cobb salad I had yesterday, but the fried chicken sandwich I had today was flat and smushed together the chicken was overcooked and the breading was hard as a rock if you have a 50 percent off coupon i think it's worth the order (laughs) (laughs) otherwise save your money because the menu prices are too high from the quality of food three stars well three stars three stars that's That's not bad i I also love how he explained the concept of their restaurant (laughs) in his bad review yeah like they have all this food free advertising (laughs) (laughs) More like cluster fun. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here's a good review. I'll let you pick. There's Ooh, like three of those. There's three good ones. Yeah. We'll do Brittany S. Brittany S. Okay. Says, and this is good review. Oh my God. I don't know how they do it. It must be magic. Is magic real? I mean, I have an open mind now. The food is always so delicious and very fresh. It certainly does not taste like it's been sitting under a heat lamp or in a hydrated warmer or anything. Their cookies are huge and chunky. The best kind in one's opinion. I had an oopsie-daisy with my first experience. I ordered late at night before they closed and I received the wrong item. The sad part was that they weren't able to help me or fix it that night because the kitchens had closed down shortly after my food arrived. But I had a text conversation with one of the coordinators and she blew my mind with her attentive response to my experience. She issued me a full refund plus a half-off code for my next order and... Sent me free cookies and extra shrimp on my burrito on that next order a few weeks later. I would eat once a week if my bank would allow it. The cost adds up real quick. Five stars. (laughs) 
that was amazing. <laughs> Great. Well, um, so f- any final thoughts on cluster truck? Maybe just the whole tortilla thing, like have the tortillas in a separate, keep them hot. Yeah. In a separate um, like tin foil. I imagine when the food is first produced, it's really good. I think just the preparation process. I think, I, I mean, I'd, I'd be open to trying it again. Yeah, I'm not I against it. Same. Yeah. I mean, being right here in the heart of the city, I mean, I think they're probably right down the street. I think it said they're in the river market, so... But yeah, I got here really fast. Yeah, if you're if you're down in downtown and they're open for breakfast too. So if you're just standing on a street corner and you're hungry down here and you they'll pull up and just deliver you tacos and, and breakfast bur- burgers. <laughs> I which invented that. You're sounds welcome. really good. <laughs> oh man, that sounds so good right now. If you're having a hankering for some tasty tacos from Cluster Truck, not Cluster Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Come on uh, and order some tacos from uh, Cluster Truck. It, it was pretty good. Just need some uh, fresher, hotter tortillas that don't fall apart. Taco structure is always important. Absolutely. We'll be right back after this break. Eat tacos, win prizes. Let me say that again. Eat tacos, win prizes. The KCK Taco Trail offers a flavor-filled experience through more than 50 taquerias in Kansas City, Kansas. Download your free KCK Taco Trail Pass to find your way to the tastiest tacos in Kansas City. So what are you waiting for? Get started at kcktacotrail.com. And now, it's time to get serious. It's time for Taco Topics. All right, this is Taco Topics. This is uh, the in-depth taco questionnaire. I've got taco questions. I need taco answers. This is where we get to the bottom of your taco soul. Is everyone ready? Yes. Let's talk about it. Let's do it. Question number one out of 473. What's the one thing you look for in your tacos? What does every taco you have have to have? Salsa. A good, delicious salsa. How do you think that salsa was tonight? Did you like this? Did you have any of the stark salsa? I didn't try any. It's good. Yeah. I really like when places make their own salsa and they can create it. And you got to like roast the veggies. I, I love tomatilla salsa. How was that green salsa? It was good. If anyone wants to try it. You said you don't like spicy stuff though. How do you eat tacos not like Not super stuff? spicy. Okay. Like if it's six. like If it's like meant to be hot, like I will, my face will turn bright red. I will start sweating out <laughs> oh of my no. eyeballs, which has happened before on the show. So <laughs> I've been tricked with a spicy taco on the show before. And Oh my gosh. I can't imagine oh talking no. after like experiencing that. I start hiccuping too, which <laughs> oh really no. helps with the podcast. Gotta get so. some milk. Yeah. Right. I need, yeah. I'll just start bringing milk to the show <laughs> with me. Just in case on backup. <laughs> I mean, most tacos like have meat and even if it doesn't, like it's the seasoning. Like you got to really season either your mm-hmm. meat or however you want to season the vegetables for like a, a vegan or vegetarian taco. That's like the base of your taco, I feel like, yeah. besides, you know, the shell. Do you think these tonight were just okay? It was pretty mediocre. Pretty mild, On yeah. the seasoning, especially yeah. someone who likes the sauce and a good season. I personally feel like a taco always has to have texture variety. It has to have a cold crunch and a warm, soft meat. You know, if I just bite into a taco and it's like a jumbled, squishy mess in my mouth, that just isn't. A B word? Yes, a B word. (laughs) That isn't for me. You guys might like my other podcast, Burritoville. Oh, see. Am I going to have to have you on Burritoville? Oh my gosh, I didn't even know. Do you prefer hard shell or soft shell tacos? Hard shell tacos. I like hard shell tacos if I make them at home, but soft shell tacos if I get them out. I like a soft shell. Hot or mild salsa? 
I'm like in between. I like the spice, but I don't want it like too hot. Mild. Definitely hot salsa. (laughs) Pro cilantro or no cilantro? Soap. You're a soap person? Yeah, cilantro tastes like soap. Oh no. Yeah, I'm not a huge fan of cilantro either. Cilantro is where it's at. I fully support cilantro. I think it's really good. But I do understand that there are some people who have a chemical imbalance that makes them think that cilantro tastes like soap. The gene, yeah. The soap gene. So when you eat cilantro, you think it tastes like soap or? I, I mean, I don't really think it tastes like soap. I just don't really like, I don't know. Maybe one time I got like just a mouthful of it and it just ruined it for me. Start coughing? Yeah. Did it get stuck? Yeah. I, yeah. yeah. We've had it that happen good. before. <laughs> Favorite side dish with your tacos? Chips and salsa, chips and guac, chips and queso, beans and rice. What are you going with? Chips and salsa for me. Yeah. I'd say chips and salsa or queso is a pretty close second. I really like delicious beans and rice. Oh, beans and rice. Yeah. F. Mary Kill. <laughs> salsa queso guac oh my gosh what are you gonna, gonna do what's the what's oh, the move okay i'd marry salsa fuck queso and i'd kill guac <gasps> guac is my least favorite oh my gosh i would kill queso but i'm also <laughs> vegan so whatever um yeah i'd fuck and marry guac all day long <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh this one's really hard for me can i marry salsa and then like have two side hoes of guac and queso. <laughs> I think that's the first side hoe we've gotten on the show for yeah. Ooh, guac and queso. It's your world. Yeah, you can do whatever you want. <laughs> you can even have a side hoe beans and rice if you want yeah. to. I'll take them. All right. What are you drinking with your tacos? You go in margarita. You go in beer. You go in a little nice Coca Cola Classic. What are you What are you going with? Margarita, hundred percent. Margarita, or if I don't want to drink, aguas fresca. So good. Yeah, I like mezcal. I'm a mezcal fan. Nice. If you're not eating tacos, what are you eating? What do you eat as much as I eat tacos? Sushi. Do you have a favorite sushi spot in KC? Prime Sushi on Main Street. What's your go-to sushi order there? California roll and a crab roll with a side of veal sauce and a miso soup. Wow. That sounds good. I order it at least twice a week. (laughs) Yeah, so I'm eating tacos, you're eating sushi. So you're eating sushi more than I eat tacos. Okay, there we go. Morgan? I'd say me and my roommate make pizza like once a week with like the Trader Joe's crust, like from scratch. And that's like what I look forward to every week is Aww. our pizza night. <laughs> I think I'd have to say Thai. Bar me is my favorite Thai spot in town and I get something different every time, but they're delicious. Where's that at? Crossroads. Okay. It's oh, you got to try Thai it. Restaurant. It's really good. It's amazing. Have you ever had a time in your life when you've had to turn down tacos? Would you ever turn down a taco? Tina, probably if it had like meat on it, right? And cheese. Yeah, unfortunately, I have to turn down a lot of tacos in my life. Never say no to a taco. And even if it's some kind of meat that doesn't sound great, I would politely eat it and then talk about it later behind their back. Yeah, I probably wouldn't turn it down. Even if I didn't eat it, I'd like either save it for later or I'd like secretly throw it away and then just not tell anyone (laughs) when you save a taco on a gig before (laughs) you always got to have a little like a purse or a fanny pack where you can put those tacos in that and take it home yeah Yeah. just save it for later Mm -hmm. yeah do you have any taco no-nos or taco phobia something that would turn you off from a taco mean mean cheese mean cheese sour cream i hate sour cream i know that's a taco no-no but i do yeah some people like it some people don't i don't really you know I'm, I'm, I could, you know, could go with sour cream. It's kind of like sour cream on chili. People put sour cream in mm-hmm. chili. I could do either. You know, it's not really a must for me. So, mm-hmm. but I know a lot of people do like sour cream on their tacos. Hmm. What's the one fruit that they put on tacos that starts with like I a J? Jackfruit. Oh. Is it jackfruit? 
Yeah. You put those on tacos. I had one once and it, I don't. I do not like jackfruit. It's vegan. not good. <laughs> yeah, isn't that a vegan thing? I would thing? turn that taco yeah. like down. super high in fiber and it hurts your stomach and it's not really like, it doesn't taste like anything. What is your most unpopular taco opinion? Something that might get you in trouble with the taco establishment. Do you have an unpopular taco opinion? I feel like not liking meat is a pretty unpopular taco <laughs> opinion. <laughs> I don't know if this is normal to other people. I guess that's why it would be an unpopular opinion. Duh. I like black olives on my tacos. Mm. I like black olives. Yeah. I take black olives on my tacos. Sometimes I just eat a tortilla and refried beans as a taco. I respect that. Okay. But do you do you shape it into a taco when you eat it? Or sometimes you... it's a B word oh, and sometimes it's a taco. <laughs> oh my gosh. Thank you for mixing taco in there. Yeah. Sometimes. Yeah. yeah. That, that sounds delicious though. I love yeah. fried beans, and sometimes that's all I got. Yeah, that's <laughs> just a tortilla and a can of refried beans. <laughs> Some of that's sometimes that's all you need. This is the speed round. These are different taco types. I just want to know yay or nay on these. Three, two, one. Taco pizza. Yay. Nay. Yay. Taco salad. Yay. yay. Nay. Taco burgers. Nay. No. Nay. Breakfast burgers. Nay. <laughs> yay. <laughs> taco dogs. Nay. Yay. Dogs dressed up like tacos. Yay. yay. Breakfast tacos. Yay. Yay. Walking tacos. Yay. Taco soup. Yay. Yay. Double decker tacos. Yay. Yay. Taquitos. Yay. Yay. Miniature tiny tacos from like 7-Eleven. Choco tacos. Yes. Has anyone had the new Choco taco at Tiki Taco? There's a new. Is no. it? Is it changed? Is it? Different? They brought it back. It's it's like I the biggest choco I need to go. Biggest Choco taco I've ever seen. Absolutely delicious. And definitely check out the new Tiki Taco location on Troost. Yes. It's really nice. Naked chicken chalupas. Nay. Nay. Tacos with a shell made out of a fried egg. A breakfast taco from Taco Bell. Nay. Nay. <laughs> Taco Bell nacho fries. Yay. Taco Bell, all day or no way? Yay. All day. Anyone have any strong responses to any of those? Anything we want to go more in depth on? Choco tacos are mm-hmm. really delicious if they're made right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What would you do for a Klondike taco taco? <laughs> <laughs> you said no on breakfast tacos. You just not like eggs on the taco? I feel like when I wake up, even though I should be thinking taco, I really don't. I'm not a huge, like, savory breakfast person, so. Okay. Yeah, maybe start thinking taco a little more in the morning. You maybe know? a choco taco in the morning. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, there you go. Okay, favorite song to listen to in the car when you're on your way to get tacos, or maybe on your way home from getting tacos, something that gets you really fired up. Maybe you're driving the car and then eating tacos at the same time. Mm-hmm. Oh. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like it's not, like, a specific song. Like, it's like a upbeat yeah excited like like, ready mm, to eat my mm, tacos mm, mm. (laughs) getting you in the mood maybe a little walking on sunshine by katrina that's a great one yes yeah that'll go i was also thinking maybe like fireball by pitbull just because it's like kind of how your stomach's gonna feel after you eat them can you sing a little of that for us or just like a verse or something i'm a fireball (laughs) you know that's like the third pitbull we've gotten like in the last three weeks he just gets people fired up for tacos you i just think taco mr worldwide tina do you have one i know this is unpopular opinion but i really love Katy perry and so i feel like if she made a taco song she does oh, all yeah. those like you know i feel mm. like that would and instead of like left shark and funny. right shark she could have dancing tacos yes. yeah. like i want her to go back to her old style having fun yeah Katy perry party songs yeah come back Katy. can i change my answer sure the avocado song how's that go 
peel the avocado, peel the avocado. And then it keeps going and going and going. It's like for kids, but then it's like guacamole, you know? <laughs> no, I haven't heard that. That sounds like a good song. This is the time of the show called Random Taco Question of the Week. Random Taco Question of the Week. I'll have each of you throw me out a random taco question and we will discuss between 1 and 96. Who'd like to go first? I'll go first. Okay. 33. 33, okay. Is a gyro a taco? No. A gyro from gyro, as a lot of people call them gyros. Is a gyro gyro a taco? No. Is it just a Greek taco? Isn't that really what it is? No. What is it? Well, because it's it's a special type of bread, and if it's bread, then it's basically a sandwich, right? Right. You're right. You know, when you're right, you're right. <laughs> That's my mind blown. And you're right. <laughs> I think in the past I've said that's a taco, but you're right. You're completely, you you are in the right on that. Montana. Two. Oh my gosh. I don't think anyone's ever read two before. <laughs> if there was no such thing as a taco, what do you think would replace the taco in the zeitgeist of the world to fill the taco void? It could be a food. It could be something else. Because tacos have a very integral part in our mm-hmm. lives. I think we all know that. If the taco never existed, what, what would replace the taco? That's really hard. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe like, oh my gosh, this is probably the hardest thing I've ever been asked in my life. <laughs> um, I, I don't know. Maybe like, I don't know. I was kind of thinking like, what's something that's like a similar thing to a taco that's not a B word? What about like a corn dog? But like, instead of being cornbread and hot dog, it's like stuffed with like cheese and ground beef and like still cornbread because like a corn tortilla. I don't know. Maybe I'm getting too creative and just being weird. But Sounds like, really good, whatever it is. What would you call it? To corn dog. <laughs> <laughs> a to corn dog. To corn dog. Or cheese dog? No, because that's like Ground that's like a hot dog with like dog. cheese on it, and right. like we don't we don't want a hot dog. Maybe like a like a, a stuffed delicious treat. Stuffed delicious treat. That's it. I like to corn dog. To corn dog. Yeah, <laughs> that's good. Now I want a cheesy corn dog stuffed thing. All right, Morgan, you're up. Seventy three. Oh gosh, what is the worst fast food chain name? And what is the best fast food chain name? Oh, okay. I feel like the best is Taco Bell, obviously. Just rolls right up the top. Absolutely. It's always there. The worst? You're going to go with Taco Bell and not McDonald's. I feel like it's a better name than McDonald's, genuinely. I I agree. (laughs) Be like if you named McDonald's Burger Bell. Yeah. That's better than McDonald's, right? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know about that. Man, I know there's one that I like. It like bothers me. Have you seen, what's the one? Is it Frisch's Big Boy? Have you seen that? Is that the name of the restaurant or the fast food place? Big Boy. Is it Big Boy? That's it? Yeah, that's the worst one. (laughs) Big Boy. Big Boy. (laughs) You'd think it'd be, you know, good because, and then it has the little Big Boy statue too. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of like Taco Bell, very simple, Big Boy. But that doesn't sound like I want to go eat there. (laughs) I've never, I've never heard of it. And just oh, really? hearing you say that, I don't, I didn't think food. That was, a, I don't know where those are. California. And they are okay. Yeah. And there's some, I think, in like Cincinnati because I have some family that lives there, and they like that place. So I'm like, what? Any opinions on this? You have a, a least favorite fast food chain name or favorite food chain? Yeah, name? Go Chicken Go really bothers me. It's like they're <laughs> taunting the reality that they're like chasing this poor chicken, and then they're gonna kill him and make him into fried chicken. And their mascot, their little sign yeah, is the he's chicken just like running. Literally running. For his life. Poor guy. 
Um, so don't like that one. But I do really like White Castle as a name. I think that's mm. brilliant. Very good. I love White Castle. Yeah. It up. I don't know if I know one that's not good, but one that I love. I'm from the north. I'm from Minnesota. Taco John's. Love Taco John's. So good. And their their logo is like a little John. Oh, it's so cute. I love talking like about a man. Yeah, it's like a man Aww. inside of like a thing. I don't know. Do you uh, enjoy the potato olays? Yes. From Taco I John's? love an olay. They're sopapilla bites, they're churros, they're, they're Christmas churros with the green and red sprinkles. Oh, yeah. So good. So you're from Minnesota. Two things Juicy Lucy's. Juicy Lucy's are life. When was the last time you had a Juicy Lucy? I don't know. When I go home, I don't eat out that much, but there is a place in Kansas City that has Juicy Lucy's. Really? Yes. B-R-G-R Burger. Oh, cool. I didn't know that. It's really good. Is it accurate to Minnesota Juicy Lucy's? I'd say it's pretty accurate. It could have a little more cheese in there, but... And then uh, Luda, Luda Fisk. I've never had it, but everyone always asks me that. I don't know. It's not a thing. Okay. It's like some type of Scandinavian fish dish. Okay. Something. Never had it. Nope. Okay. Good. 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 <laughs> All right. I'm sorry to say the time has run out. We are we are done with this episode. So where can people follow you guys or find Quixotic on on like Instagram, Twitter? All that stuff, online, um, internet sites, and all that jazz? We don't have a Twitter, but our Instagram is Quixotic, Q-U-I-X-O-T-I-C, Fusion. And then we have a Quixotic website, but there's not much on it. I would say go to SensatiaKC.com if you're looking for something. But we pretty much keep our Facebook, which is also Quixotic Fusion, and our Instagram really up to date with all of the shows we're doing. And then some of our individual shows have their own accounts, like Sensatia, Dark Forest, Terra Luna, they all have an account. Where can you be reached? Instagram handles or anything like that? Mine is mhenning on Instagram. M-H-E. There's three N's. It was a typo, but I just left it. I-N-G. Mine's Montana. My parents did me dirty and spelled my name weird. M-O-N-T-A-N-N-A. Michaels, M-I-C-H-E-L-S. And mine's at Tina Jane, as in Tarzan and Jane. Rojas, R-O-J-A-S. All right. And the next show starts November... November 11th. Get your tickets. They're on sale now. All right. Thanks so much for being on the show, and thanks for talking tacos with me. Thank Thank you so much. Remember, you can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Taco the Town KC. Please rate, review, and subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, Podbean, and a whole bunch of other places, and give us a five-star review. Thanks to super engineer Matt Allen and everyone back at the Taco the Town corporate office. Our music is by Sun Eaters, courtesy of Lotus Pool Records. Be safe out there, everybody, and remember to keep supporting your local neighborhood taco spots. And until next time, go eat some tacos! Lotus Pod.